0: to the less you don't know podcast as always i'm your host and i'm back with everybody's two favorite guests uh i'm back here with uh liv hi i'm liv <laughs> <And> i'm back <laughs> with lou hello everyone and we have a new guest joining us for the first time today we have kate with us hi um
1: <coughs>
0: <coughs> <laughs> i'm kate um and i'm a
1: senior psychology major <laughs>
0: Fantastic. So, we actually have some very exciting news about uh, Liv. Last time she was on this podcast, uh, we were talking about her getting into dental school. Liv, do you want to give everyone an update?
2: Yes. I actually got accepted to all three dental schools I applied to. Yeah! <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, and I'm going to go to Louisville, actually. So, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> very exciting. Go cards. That's right. uh, I just can't say that. L's like up. Conscious. Right? Is it Elsa? Elsa? Elsa. That's what they say. Okay. That's kind of (laughs) lame. I do have to read this disclaimer at the beginning just because we are going to talk about some more serious topics today. So um, we're going to be talking about mental health issues, um, things like eating disorder. Um, We also are not indicating in any way that the university we attend is um, the one that we are going to be talking about today. Um, This is not directed at any university unless otherwise stated because we are going to be reading some news articles about that and um, so on and so forth. So just, yeah, we're not indicating any specific university or team. Okay, so with that being said, let's, uh, let's get into it. Um, so who wants to start with your overall experience with sports, just from, like, when you were young to now? Like, is it a positive overarching experience or is it fairly negative, like, just from a young age? Who's
1: going, guys? Okay, I'll start. Um, <laughs> so I feel like up until the time that I got to college,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah,
1: um, it was pretty positive. I feel like I learned like a lot of life lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, there's times where I regret the amount of time that I spent on it, yeah, and like how much I built up the college experience.
0: I agree, because I had the college experience built up in my head so much. like, And I think part of it was, like, I was kind of naive when I was younger. So, like, I would watch Oklahoma and Florida and, you know— all these big schools, the powerhouses, UCLA, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, college is going to be so much fun. Like, those girls are in there, rally caps on, cheering for their teammates. You know, they're doing so well. And then I got to college, and I was like, okay. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I was just kind of existing in this world where I didn't know anybody, and nobody knew me, and adjusting to classes was hard, adjusting to the team was hard. And so I think kind of building that up, just like watching all the media that we consume constantly was really difficult when it came to like real world application. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Liv, what's your experience? All right.
2: So I would say that I had a pretty mixed experience even before I got to college. Um, I loved high school ball. High school school ball was great. Mm -hmm. I was like Think of it as, like, a rec – not, like, a rec league, no, but, but like, it's yeah. more, like, fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'd say, like, up until I got to, like, 16 you it was the same for travel ball. And then I played for a very bad coach um, on a pretty well-known organization. And he was so brutal that, like, the whole team was basically just kind of scared to play because yeah. it's like you made a mistake and you are getting embarrassed, essentially, like, right. in front of coaches, your teammates, your parents. Um and I actually had to, like, leave the team, like, before the next season started because my dad was like, yeah, like, you're going to end up quitting because you're not going to want to play anymore. Yeah. Um, and then it almost felt like the same thing happened once you get to college. So, right. Yeah. Um, but high school, immaculate. Loved high school
0: ball. Uh, I disagree with you, actually. <laughs> really? Um, so I had a really, really shitty coach. um, When I was like fourteen, was my very first year playing Select, and he pretty much told me, which is ironic, because I had the same thing happen to me in college. He looked at me and he was like, Honest to God, I don't know why we took you. And I was like, That's cool. That's insane. I was like, Thank you for that. And like all so I was a catcher and there was obviously another catcher on the team that started before me. And every single game we played in, I we won every single game I played in, we won and like all the pitchers preferred me but he just for some reason liked this catcher better and I outperformed her in practice every day and he pretty much was just like you make excuses and she doesn't my excuse was that uh my mother was in the hospital um so I couldn't come to practice one day um so I mean just experiences like that when I was younger and then in high school I had three different coaches in six years so that kind of sucked so it was just kind of a very wishy-washy time Gotcha. I feel like the overarching thing is coaches. Coaches. Like, it's, mm. not, the <laughs> it's every
1: not the sport. It's not the team. It every is the time. coaches, 100%. Yes. Or, like, the parents. I know, me. side note, me and Kate are sisters. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's that. Um, but I know, like, we didn't play high school ball simply because it was, like, the coaches and the parent environment, and, like, the girls were just unbearable. But that's a little bit <clears throat> different because Scott County is more competitive, I guess. But And it's very much like um like a who you know and like a politic kind of thing rather yeah. than yeah. like how good
2: you are not right. not to say that they aren't good that's a very good program but yeah I've, I've heard that um, about them because like they're expected to be like number right. one in the state every right mm-hmm. every, so like every yeah. year close so it's top like, ten you know there's yeah. gonna be politics there right yeah right so
0: were there any experiences with you from when you were younger even up through college because we're all retired college athletes. Was there any experience that stuck with you specifically from coaches, parents, teammates, negative or positive? Because you know we can't always just be negative. But any specific experiences that stuck with you? I'm gonna go first. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I know, like, I'm gonna say like hindsight is twenty twenty, which that's kind of my whole my whole thing with yeah. college softball is n- not college softball, but softball as a whole is an experience. Because when I was doing it, I hated it most of the time. I would like cry before practice. I was always scared to go to practice. Interesting. Yeah. That it was, wasn't a red flag for you? No. And I still
2: <laughs> felt like I had to play. I know
1: it should have been, but I still felt like I had to play because my parents. Mm. Um, but there haven't really been like too many experiences that stuck with me, but I know like as a whole, the idea that I was always less than Kate because I was, I would always play up with her. Yeah. Cause our parents were, they didn't like to split up, so we would just play on the same team and I'd player. have to play up. And I felt like I was always second best to her, which I didn't feel like was necessarily true. And and can I chime in? Yeah, I also don't think is true. I think it speaks <laughs> to just how, like, I think it's even more impressive that you played up yeah. for all of those years. So I right. think that in itself is Also,
0: you guys impressive. played two right. totally different positions. So it's right. like comparing yeah. apples and yeah. oranges.
1: We're different mm-hmm. people, different athletes, and it's not really comparable, but, like, it always – it always felt like that because right. she would. She was always, like, the coach's right-hand man, which was a little corny to say, but, like, <laughs> she was the catcher. And, like, that's kind of how it felt to me. And yeah. I was just sitting on the bench, like, having fun with my with my, with my buddies. But I, I've definitely trauma-dumped um, to my therapist, which I guess is what a therapist is for. <laughs> Literally, that's their job. But, <laughs> but we've talked about, like, how, like, all of these, like, little things have added up. Like, people telling me that I wasn't good enough or, like, coaches, like – Telling me that I was less than another person simply because I was younger right. than them. So it's it's all added up to like one big set of micro traumas, I think is the term that we used. Hmm. But there's micro- not really one thing. It's just kind of all
0: consuming. Micro traumas is such an astute word for how to describe sports. Because as an athlete especially or, especially I think we used microaggression.
1: Microaggressions that that led, led to micro traumas. Yes. Okay, well or traumas in a way, but still.
0: I mean, yeah, but still, it's such a good word to describe what it's like to be an athlete starting from such a young age. Because, like, I didn't start playing softball until I was, like, 13-ish. And so, like, I had gone for 13 years just, you know, nobody had really depended on me to perform well for anything. Nobody had, you know, ever asked that I do – I mean, like, I did difficult things, but, I mean, it wasn't, like – get this out at second base or else we're going to lose the game. Like, there had never been such a high-pressure situation. And then, especially with coaches with young girls, I don't quite think they know how to handle failure on the field as opposed to personal failures. And so they take everything quite personal.
1: We had some experiences with a coach when we were... Seven, eight. <laughs> yeah, oh um, yeah, yeah. He would. I think he told us one time that we looked like a bunch of circus freaks or flying monkeys out there mm-hmm. after the game. And then I remember during the game, his daughter. Wait, no, that was during the game. Was it? I remember, it was in. I vividly remember it was in the circle. <gasps> Basically, he was so loud about it that the whole park kind of like turned their heads and was like, "What." Yeah. It was crazy. And then I remember like he would always like stomp out, like, and like yell at his (laughs) own daughter, and like and it was just so like it was it was borderline abusive. Like at seven or eight. Yeah. At seven like seven or eight. And she doesn't play sports
0: anymore. She's living her
1: best life. So
0: I don't know. I think coaches like that. I had a coach where we had three games that day. It was like the heat of the summer, July. And he thought we played so horrendously bad in this one game that we actually had to practice on an empty field at the sports <sighs> complex between that, that game mm-hmm. and We've the next too. game, and it was like 102 degrees. And I, uh-huh. well, it's like the only catcher on the team, and so I was absolutely got. And I have asthma, mm-hmm. and he was having this practice base <laughs> running between these games.
2: I no. said,
1: hey. "Here's the real <laughs> it was question. Awful.
0: Bella,
2: was your Uh-oh. inhaler
0: ever
2: found. expired?" Oh. Find it? Was
0: it at Hits? So here's what happened, guys. Um, no, it, it 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 has not to be seen since. Um, I did order a new one, which is good, but someone's taking some free albuterol out there, which it's is okay. a little bit unfortunate. It's the hit.
2: Any
1: <laughs> <laughs> athlete can use it Probably that like old Italian man He's just <gasps> That's it That's, that's the lessons. ones <laughs> <laughs> Yeah that's a good <laughs> high there Oh my god No way He yeah, just remembered the there. old Italian man yes.
0: Yeah He was a little creepy He was Hold up. I have no clue who the old Italian man is But anyways Liv did you have any experiences that stuck out with you?
2: I want to agree that it's mostly a bunch of, like, microaggressions, but there was one, and I wouldn't even say it wasn't directed towards me, which even makes it worse that, like, I remembered it so well. Yeah. But we had a girl. um, Her name's Maddie, but that's, like, not very descriptive. Um, Okay. Yeah, I know the type. Yeah, yeah. She's Maddie. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) She was on our team, and she – this was, like, her second weekend, and her first weekend she was lights out because she was a pitcher too, and she pitched, like, a shutout. She had, like, two home runs in a game, and we were, like – what a great pickup for us. And the next weekend she comes out and like, I don't even recall her having like that bad of a game. And all I remember is after the game, our coach, the same one that I mentioned Mm -hmm. earlier, screamed at her in front of everybody and said, if you're going to play like that, we don't need you on this team. And home girl, like, started crying and we were all just standing there like how can you say that to somebody and like that's the thing with him like you didn't have like it wasn't like a progression like it was like week by week like you can't just have a bad game that just means that you're a bad player like if you had a good week in the week before that does not matter right it does not a good game doesn't make you a good player but a bad game makes you a bad player exactly that was like (laughs) his philosophy and I remember that so vividly because I was everybody got like dead silent because we were like we can't we can't yeah. perform badly, or we will right. get told to leave the team. Here's the thing, though. That's, like, somebody who is picking up. Like,
1: she is doing y'all yes. a favor. Right. Like, yep. mm-hmm. So you see that, and you're like, this is how you were
2: next to somebody that's not on the team. Like, what am I in for next time I mess up? Exactly. Right. We for sure thought she was going to quit after that, and she actually didn't, thank God. But, like— What a queen. Imagine that being your second weekend, and you get told, like, we don't need you on the team if you're going to play like that. Yeah. No I'd be gone. Like, I don't know. I remember that very well. So how did these experiences,
0: did they alter your mindset at all, like, pre- or post-sports? Like, what was your mindset going into softball? Was it more of just, like, this is a fun thing I'm going to do, I'm going to take it lightly? You know, you guys might not remember because you were so young when you started. Yeah. But, like, going into, like, a certain select summer team or anything like that, like, was your mindset different from when you started versus when you finished that season or anything like that? I guess
1: when I was young, I guess it kind of shifted when I realized, okay, like, I want to play in college. Yeah, That's when it got probably more stressful than it was fun. Yeah. Because there were so many expectations, and you look around, and at that time, there weren't any, like, recruiting regulations. So we were having fifth and sixth graders committing. Holy crap. And you look up, and you're like, I'm in eighth grade. I haven't committed. Eighth grade? Yeah, so it's like... I guess that's when it got a little less fun and more stress, or yeah, more stressful.
0: That's crazy. I remember they were recruiting kids in the eighth grade.
1: Uh, at that then, point, they were recruiting. Literally, I know a girl. She was in sixth grade, committed to Georgia. Georgia. Yep. 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 She just now got there this year. I played. I played tenu with her. Yep. And oh I God.
0: mean, she's just. Shit, when I was in the sixth grade, <laughs> I wanted to change my name. Like, I don't know what college yeah. I'm going to want to go to. or ish, If I want to play softball, or not I know, so long. right It's like the least important. Imagine thing. she yes. turned like 14. It was like literally a freshman in high school. And was like, mm-hmm. I don't think I want to do this anymore. But they already have all these people depending yeah. on her. That's awful. Right. It mm-hmm. reminds me. Did you guys see on
2: Twitter um, where they're like ranking like eighth <gasps> yep. graders? Sure no. That so sure that so That's up. disgusting to me. That was sick. Yep. Eighth they're graders, people. 13-year-olds. They're children.
1: When I was in eighth grade, I. I was like borderline suicidal every single day. <laughs> and we <me laughs> are ranking. And you're giving another you you're giving eighth graders another reason to hate the body that they're growing into. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Like that's
2: ridiculous. That's and we all know, like, that's like pay to play. Like those dads. Yes. Oh, yes, yeah. had those dads. Like yes. that's I don't know. Everything about that is icky. Like that would have set
1: me off so bad. Oh my God. When yeah, I exactly. I'm I'm glad that I didn't grow up. In the age where everybody posted like every little commitment move or like visit, letter, camp, workout even yes. on Twitter. It's a little bit excessive. Yes. And a little bit like so bad. Recruiting has moved to Twitter. Th- and no. it's so toxic. I yeah. can't even imagine how bad it is for those kids right now. Absolutely awful. Not. You gotta learn how to be active on social media at like age. What 14? Yes. How to be like yeah. good at being active on social media, which most people like, fesh- aren't Like professionally, <laughs> you have to be good and at that's that stuff. So weird to me. Networking in the sixth grade, that's and you're looking around, awful. and you're seeing all these. All you're seeing on Twitter is so and so's working out, so and so's. You right. know, so you feel just worse uh, about yourself. Yeah, got a Little acceptance wound.
2: to you know a D one, and you're like, I'm twelve. I don't want it. You're yet. trying yeah. to pass pre-algebra.
0: Yeah, right. You go on Twitter
2: to follow. Uh, Joe Burrow. (laughs) Yeah, Joe Burrow. (laughs) That's what I get off Twitter for, the Joe Burrow edits.
0: (laughs) Liv, I can only imagine how full of Joe Burrow edits. TikTok today was going
2: crazy on the Joe Burrow edits. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: It's got, uh... I got big, big energy.
2: Yeah, that's (laughs) 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 perfect. It's the
0: it (laughs) I'm like, oh. Um, So we talked about coaches. Um, did they, what kind of impact did coaches and adults have on your self-esteem growing up in sports culture? Because the older you get, the more competitive sports become, unless you're on like a beer league. <laughs> which I don't think any 10-year-olds are quite there yet. Why not? Uh, hey, you know, whatever no, you Why don't do, we just open it up? Top 10 beer league players, hey. How to, that, how to make that list? So was there ever a point where you started equating your positive performance on the field to your self-worth or self-esteem, self-image? And what was that like? Like, how difficult was that to know that you had a bad game? Or even you guys were pitchers. Like, you had a bad inning where you walked two people. Like, how was that, like, the mindset of just... Just coming home and knowing that you let people down, like, did that affect you?
1: It was pretty bad. Um, I I was always really bad about that. And the thing that, like, shocked people when I told them, like, like, hey, I have anxiety. Hey, I need to go to therapy. The people being my parents (laughs) was that they were like, well, you already always seem, like, so calm on the field. And it's like, me as a human being is not me on the softball field and was yeah
0: I play a role I'm a character out there I'm a
1: character and I think my self-worth only got like worse and more dedicated to softball in college simply because of the things that you're being fed you're constantly being told that you're not good enough or somebody else is gonna take your spot and it is so toxic to your own human being like your own self I've only had like one coach that like really like tried to boost your self self-esteem, self-esteem. And that was like, yeah, that was like um 16 and 18U. I think just 18U. So we uh, played? Yes. Yeah, just 18U. Yeah. And it was just a, a high school coach. Coach just, we'll will we'll name him since it's positive. Coach Mike Thomas. He coaches at Tates Tate's Creek now. Um he was at the time the coach oh, of the oh, Aftershocks. Oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, he's He's just a high school coach. He's just the normal guy. I don't even know that he gets paid to do it. He probably does in high school, but didn't for us. Yeah, he didn't get paid to do it, and he was, like, so helpful. We were were already committed to a college, and so... We didn't really need the help, but there were other people that were still looking for colleges, even going into their senior year. And he was so helpful in helping them. And every time we would get on the field, like, he may, like, yell at us, like, say, like, hey, that was just not a very good game. And, like, get a little, like, heated, but he would never, like, attack you, call you out. Like, he would always boost your confidence the next game and still keep you in the same place. And it was always – he always got mad over, like – if he thought we didn't give effort, not because, right, not oh, performing. my God, you suck. Like, you right. just can't hit. You balled a like, ball. You walked somebody. Like, it was, like, big deal. Like, we're going to go get him the next game. Right. right. Which is how coaches should be. Yeah. I it's had, fun. It's a sport. Right.
0: My coach, my, like, last year of 16U and my only year of 18U, he – so we all played at this one organization, and he actually quit the organization because he saw the direction that it was hitting, and it was – A a toxic competitive environment And um, he actually went And he called all of us individually And he was like I'm putting an independent team together Do you want to be on it? And of course I was like Yeah And so he like Out of his own pockets Paid for all of our jerseys Paid for all of our recruiting Paid for all of our Like scouting camps Everything You know Travel It was And he was such just, like, a positive influence that, like, I still am in contact with him today. Like, I'll text him, like, since I coach now, like, I'll text him and be like, I don't know what to do. This girl is, like, she's in her head and he'll always give me such sound advice. And his big thing, like, after we had bad games, a lot of it was, you're right, like, you know, we didn't play the best today, but your guys' effort was there. And I love the camaraderie and sportsmanship, so we'll get him next time, but here's technically how to fix these mistakes. Like, he didn't break us down because of it. He built us up and told us, like, you know, you're better than that. Like, so he saw our value and wanted us to see it, too, which I thought was really important. 100%. Is this kind of lack of self-worth or, like, tying everything together something you see in teammates? Like, can you see when a teammate is going down that slope? Oh, God, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, I know other teammates have seen me
1: do that and because, I mean, they were like... I would get the, hey, are you okay? (laughs) I'd be like, oh. No, there was literally times where the coach would, like, come up to me and, like, hey, go get your sister. And I'm like, I don't know what you want me to do with her. Like, I'm going to go up there and she's going to be like, leave me alone. I'm going to be like, okay, fine. Has it ever
0: happened vice versa? Have you ever had to go get your sister?
1: Well, it was in a different manner because it would be, like, when we were younger, it was... I was the pitcher, she was the catcher. Yeah. So she would mm. have to like come get me in the in in the circle, gotcha. which I always right. hated. So it was never really positive. No, she was just like get your fat <laughs> back behind back behind. <laughs> y- y- you guys have seen Wait, it. I have a, own. I have I a button for have. that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Get your butt back behind the plate. I don't want to yeah. talk to you. I I know um, my girlfriend. We talked about this multiple episodes ago. Messy relationships. There we go. (laughs) She would always have times where she was never valued because the coach didn't think that she was good enough to play. And she would have times where she was like, I'm the team captain, but I feel like I'm not doing anything because nobody trusts me. Nobody thinks I know anything and it's so hard to watch that, like, not only as a, as a teammate, but, like, as a person. Like, you're watching yeah. somebody value their self-worth. Like, they're so upset and so depressed, and it's like, this is a game. They shouldn't yeah. feel this way mm-hmm. based on what someone else is telling them about a game. Yeah.
0: And I think a lot of it is that coaches, they get paid to do this. Like, they're going to lose their job if they have a losing record.
2: <laughs> mm, you know, they should <laughs> okay. uh, we've, we've kind of seen that that's not what happened yeah. <laughs> in theory Maybe. they're
0: going to lose their job if you have a losing record mm-hmm. so for them there's a lot more on the line than it is for us who comes to practice after class for two hours and it's like alright gonna go take a shower watch a movie go to bed so I think a lot of it is coaches need this kind of drive from players but they don't go about getting it in the right way and they think fear is the best way to get it and it's just not
1: I feel like part of it is kind of knowing where you're coaching. For example, um, you know, Rachel Lawson down at UK, yeah, she has a lot at stake. If she has a losing record, she could actually get fired. Right. But let's be honest, a lot of these coaches at these smaller schools probably aren't going to lose their job unless they, I don't know, violate a Title
0: IX
2: Yeah, or some other,
0: you know, which we're actually going to get to later, is a couple of lawsuits
2: open against... Small schools, but um. Wait, I just want to say, I saw a video on TikTok, right? <laughs> <And> it says <laughs> the like, best news source. Absolutely, it, it is. It just said, like, basically, it's not normal to like constantly say, like, oh, like I'm gonna kill. like, even if you're just joking, like, oh, I'm gonna kill myself, or like, ah, oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you right if now. You like- know, how many times like we would say that in the dugout, and like, not even like in, like, a serious manner, but just joking. Mm. And then you kind of think about it, and you're like, you're why like, am at like, so like, at, like, a practice or a game. Yep. Like, like you said, like, this is a, it's a game.
0: Liv, yes. I remember you coming in from pitching one time, and Lou was there, and it was me and Lou, we were sitting on the bench. Oh, no. And Liv, you came in, and you said, I'm gonna kill myself. And I was like, all right. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> we just, we normalized that that's so cool. much, but, like...
0: It's that's unhinged normal. to always say When that. I stopped like, playing, no. when I stopped playing, I would just throw it into my everyday vernacular mm-hmm. and like, I would do better on a test. I'm like, God, I want to kill myself. And people would be like, are you like, <laughs> right? what is the matter with you? i like, guys, what are you talking about? Guys, I'm Obviously, just I'm, fine. I'm like, fine. Literally. But like, the more often I did it and the more often I got weird looks from classmates and I said it in front of my parents one time and they were like, do you like should we check you in somewhere? And I was like, no, mom, I promise. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. I'm <laughs> wait a minute. Let's take a couple steps back. I'm joking. But like it's just such it's part of the culture.
1: Yeah. yeah. And that is
0: so sad to it's say that. So so it's, it's
1: quirky. It's part of the culture. Like, like the rest of the sports that, culture. Like the fact
0: oh, that yes. I said that I almost of were like, yeah. Like that's horrible. No, like <laughs> just like valid. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah Absolutely true. And yeah. I like
2: now that I look back, I'm like I don't know. Maybe I should not say that as much as I do, especially with like mental health and sports right now. Yeah. Kinda like maybe I should not be promoting. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> Some bad tendencies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, ten-
2: tendencies. I
1: said it all the time, and I mean as a psych the psychology major in me cringed every time, but I couldn't yeah.
2: stop.
0: You right. Can't. I just couldn't stop. Only, it was the only way to accurately explain just. how you were feeling in that moment. Exactly. <laughs> Which is so sad that after you bobble a ball, you're like, God damn it, this is not for me. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Said, no. Like, it'll be okay. And I think so much of it is that the trusted adults who are meant to look out for your safety and well-being mm. will look at you and be like, yeah,
1: well, yeah, okay. do it. Go yeah, do it right now. Right. Back. You won't. You won't. You, <laughs> <all>, you, <all. laughs> you messed up. So now, go throw yourself against an electric fence. Uh, like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> You're right. Kunch. Go walk home. So true. Right. Yeah. And there were yeah. times where I'd be like, Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> were there ever times that you were punished for playing poorly whether by coaches or parents
1: yes every almost every, every time, time I played time. poorly <laughs> and it was like it was like psychological warfare almost oh. there was a day I remember this so specifically that it was my birthday <gasps> it was my, my birthday, birthday. It, was the it was my birthday day. I didn't I hardly even played that day maybe didn't even play Kate had a bad game. I struck out. Let's, yeah, let's define bad game. It was, um, I think I struck out twice against a high school pitcher as a college player. (gasps) But here's the thing. It was fall ball. It was doesn't even count towards your record. Who cares? But yeah. That was your birthday? It was was my birthday. And my parents were so mad that she struck out twice against a high school pitcher. Mm -hmm. And a fall game that doesn't matter. That they wouldn't talk to me on my birthday. (gasps) No doubt. It know. was so ridiculous. That's absolutely fabulous. And it's like you are punishing people by not talking to them. You're punishing people by making them run. Yeah. Yeah. I remember in Tenue we would do like some terrible stuff. Tenu? We had a guy that was an ex-marine. Mm-hmm. <gasps>
2: Bear crawls?
1: And, and we would do bear crawls. We would have to do, Ten-minute like, Ten-minute waltzes. I, if you ten looked waltzes. at me in the face and told me to do that now, I would Die. call the police <laughs> and say you're threatening me. <laughs> we would also, I remember specifically, we had to um, do, like, bear crawls with someone on your back. Oh, oh my God. 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 I trauma-blocked that out. Oh, my yes. God. And wow. it was all so terrible. And it was like, we're ten. Like, I think about it now, and I'm like you made 10-year-olds do this because they missed a fly ball? That's Because they forgot to say ball, ball, ball? Like,
0: oh, my God. We're being a little ridiculous. That's disgusting. When I was 17, it was a little bit more serious because we were, like, in a super, we were in a Premier League, I guess you would say. And so, like, I remember just, like, typical conditioning, he would have us, like, put our hands on the ground, and then your partner would pick up your feet it was mm-hmm. like a wheelbarrow. Yep. Oh we those did that. are the did worst. They were so terrible. Yeah. And like as a coach, I look at my players and I'm like, I don't think you guys could follow those directions if you tried. Like I hope <laughs> yeah. my players aren't listening because I'm sorry, but like I, no, like that's it's, just it's awful.
2: It's just not <laughs> not it. I'm I've always you know. thought the whole like ignoring your children after a bad outing is like I don't know if this is extreme, Kate. You let me know. Is that okay. like emotional abuse? Like. Manipulation. Like, I would say borderline. I like, really would. I I yeah. just think if I'm 12 years old, right, and I'm playing a game that I'm supposed to love and I have right. a mm-hmm. bad outing yeah. and you <laughs> choose to not talk to me when I'm trying to, like, reach out to you, like, that's emotional abuse to me. Manipulation out. Right? Yeah. Yes. And that happened a lot. And, like, it hurts, like, more, like, when you kind of look back. Like, I was, like, yeah. 10 mm-hmm. and trying to, like, connect with my dad and, like, see, like, what went wrong. And it's more of just for this three-hour ride... You're not going to talk. Yep. The, the music is off. You think oh. about your consequences. And it's like, uh, that, that's when you know, like, it's starting to go downhill as far mm-hmm. as, like, wanting to play. What I liked was um, I'd have a bad day
1: and I'd be running home. My parents would be in the front. I'd have my earbuds on. Pretending to be asleep just so they wouldn't yell at me or talk to me about it. Mm -hmm. And then I would hear them up front talking about me. And, like, saying, I just, like, things like, you know, she just doesn't work hard enough, yada, yada, yada. And it's just, that was...
0: That was a tough pill to swallow, you know? Well, yeah, because, like, those are the people that are supposed to, like, build you up. Yes. Right. And I mean, think,
2: like, now that we're older, I realize, like, I could not do that to a child that right, I birthed. Right, Like, my own children, I will never do that to them. Couldn't do it to another yeah. person.
1: Like, yeah. they even asked me before, like, would you consider being a coach? And I was like, absolutely not. No. Mm-hmm. Because I could never, like, I do not want to impart what you all did to me when I was young yeah. to other
0: people. I think that's actually the cool part about being a coach, not being mean. I'm not a mean coach. Mm-hmm. But like. You're a cool coach. And exactly. <laughs> you can't oh even go wheelbarrow. My, <laughs> my players this morning sent me a picture of my freshman yearbook photo. Oh. Because I coached at the high school I went to. They did me so dirty. Yeah, but they yeah did. that may be Bear crawl worthy. Yeah. <laughs> Days. Yeah. So and, I mean, then, <laughs> and then the head coach texted me, she was like, the players found your yearbook photo. I was like, oh, I'm aware. Tomorrow's our first circuit day for sure. Right? <laughs> circuit <laughs> day. <In these laughs> case, I'm only going to make them better, but they're going to hate it. But I think that's cool. cool part about being a coach is that I know what I didn't like, and so I get to like be better. Mm-hmm. Um, that so, is true. Yeah, I think it like heals my inner player in a way. Yeah. yeah. It's cathartic. It's kind of like half and half. Every I mean, time a player comes up to me and they're like, God, I'm so sorry I missed out. I'm like, hey. Everyone, calm down. Why do you need to they're apologize? Gonna make, for they're gonna make mistakes. mistakes. Yeah. 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 yeah, unintentional mistakes. Like what matters is that you go back out and you fix it next time. Right.
2: Those yeah. are the two paths. After you've been <laughs> tortured by a sport, you either become a co- a better coach, or, or you, you just don't want to do you it. You trauma block it out from yeah, the you're sport, trauma sport block out. entirely. That's yes. only two paths. Yep. And I think part of it is that
0: coaches don't know how to foster. So. Today in multicultural communication, we actually learned about individualism versus collectivism. And I think it's so fitting for this conversation because players have very individualistic attitudes because they're friends with everyone on the team. But in the end of the day, they're looking out for their best interest. Like, I'm not going to play on a torn ACL Mm -hmm. or like, I'm not going to play if my shoulder hurts. But coaches foster such a collectivistic kind of environment where you don't matter. You are a number and you will do what is best for the team. And I think that also really plays into the toxic culture.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. And I mean, they don't treat, they treat everybody the same and just think it's going to work for everybody when that's not reality.
0: Yeah. Because, you know, I could have a hurt knee and can't do, and can't lift the same amount as Liv does, but it doesn't mean that I'm less of a player because I could have I don't know a stronger arm than Liv which is totally not true because there was a pitcher <laughs> but it's fine <laughs> but like gone and then <laughs> and then players almost follow that collectiv- collectivistic attitude to a fault they're like yeah, yeah. I'm a cog in a machine you're, you're totally right
1: it's cult like like you get stuck oh, yeah. in it and you don't realize wow this is not healthy like this yeah. is not normal and then once you get out of it it's like Wow, that was that was messed up and then when you
0: try and leave they guilt you into staying
1: absolutely they do and they guilt yes. you for leaving yep um and they're they, like they're not happy for you even if you are happier and things are better for you yeah they're almost it's and I think partly it's because I think part of them wishes that they could leave but they feel like they can't
0: right like literally uh, a month after I quote unquote retired mm-hmm. like <laughs> I literally felt like happy and confident enough like really get engaged like that's such a night and day whereas before I was like I can't be committed to another person like that like absolutely not I have too much going on Where like after that I was like absolutely like I'm so open to this and like I think it's just so crazy how mental health and attitudes towards other people can change from being in this collectivism kind of cult-like situation where now you're your own person and you can make decisions for yourself and these decisions don't affect anybody but yourself and your partner like I don't know like it was so cool and fun to make decisions that didn't affect my teammates
1: yeah I think you're also like guilted into doing things which is not the way you should act you should act on your own free will as Mm -hmm. most people would agree Mm -hmm. Um, You shouldn't be made to feel guilty if you take off one day because you're a little sore or you don't want to get yourself hurt or you have homework. You shouldn't be treated negatively or negatively different because you are prioritizing something that's not the sport or something that's not the team.
2: Mm Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, so bad now that, like, when I look back at, like, some of, like, my softball years in college, I, like, it's, like, dark. Like, I don't remember a lot, and it's, like, a dark era. Mm -hmm. And, like, now I feel like I'm in, like, a much lighter era. And I just think that kind of speaks to, like, how, like, your mental health. Like, it's a cult. Like, you don't realize, like, how bad it kind of affects, like, your whole mood. Like, Mm -hmm. it's odd. I don't know. I look at it, like, two whole different lives.
1: And everything is so different. Like, I think about me pre-retiring and post and it's like my academic me is so much different and I'm more of an academic person anyways I always have been and I never was allowed to be that way but like I like did not care about exams I was like I'm just gonna try to get through this like whatever just turning in the homework like probably gonna look up the answers online and like now like I'm actually like Meeting with professors, trying yeah. to understand the material, like actually getting good grades on my exams. And it's so different because I was told that I had to care about getting good grades so I could play.
0: So you'd be eligible. So mm-hmm.
1: I'd be eligible. Right. Instead of getting good grades so I can learn and potentially <laughs> be a good person in my profession.
0: Right. Nobody cared if you were getting C's because you Nobody could play. Cared. Right. Right. I could still play. Like right. I got a
1: C in, well, I don't know. We did need some people to keep the team GPA
0: up. Yeah. Oh, you're the GPA oh, boosters. That's so right. right. oh.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Was that you?
0: Were you the team G... Were you break 100%? the curve? The psych, the psych majors. Um. Psych. <laughs> See, you were a special case, Leap that out. <laughs> 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 no,
1: you were a special case, Kate, because you played, mm-hmm. and you were also a team GPA booster, yeah. and that's why you were really loved. Yeah. No, that you were best of both worlds. World. So, I wouldn't say loved, but I would say... Mm, Desired,
2: Utilized lusted. lusted after. <laughs> Begrudgingly needed. Yes. Like, oh. She's <laughs> here, but we need her. Right?
1: <laughs> I guess we gotta keep this bitch.
2: Don't really like her, but... um, I always thought that was weird, how, like, we have... Okay, wait. There's people on a team that we used to be associated with mm. that are not very good academically. Not even not very good, but, like, flat B- abysmal. out Failed. <laughs> 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 and it's... They're, like... They are literally, like sought after like yeah. they are they get this like extra attention from from the coach yeah and it's that's so weird to me like why do you yeah. even want this person on the team and you should look at yeah. a total person because when yes. you're getting
0: recruited they're always like coach is gonna look at academics mm-hmm. first and they're not gonna take you if you're nope. not a good person and this that and it's like you get to college and it's like okay i'm gonna talk to your professor because right now you have a d and you have a c so i'm just yeah. gonna go yeah i'm gonna go have a polite chat with them and like, really it's like closed doors Especially, hands are I mean, <laughs>
1: in a small school in a, in a D1 I think it's fine like really be like you know what like right. let's get you hooked up with a tutor whatever because they like people in
0: big schools could go pro Right. Like, that's just the fact of the matter.
1: With any sport. But with a small school, it's like most people are, they want to play the sport that they love and also chiefly get their education. In theory, that's how it should be treated. That's how it should always be treated. It's not, Um, it shouldn't be like, well, I'm going to recruit her because she's good, but she actually would be a terrible fit for this university. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, spoiler alert, um, any young recruits listening to this, um... They say you'll hear a lot of "Oh, we recruit like kids that you know they're good teammates. Boss. They work hard." No, they don't. No, they're no. looking at a few things, um, a few numbers, and um, one of those happens to be your height. Um, <laughs> yeah. One of those might Exit even be low, low weight. Low. Yes. <laughs> weight um, but mass moves mass. that's math, inta- physics. Yeah. <laughs> <don't forget> <laughs> yeah. So don't don't buy into that yeah Um, they're they're not looking at you as a person they're looking at you as a number yep like like we said the collectivism yeah yeah. the collectivism you are hopefully in the average of numbers in that range that she wants or he wants you to be in Mm mhm
2: yeah. And I think it's important to note that, like, if you come to college, you should probably aim to graduate with a decent GPA. I know, like, uh, not yeah. everyone should it go go be good. graduate school. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that, I think a lot of athletes right now with the COVID year are kind of putting their mm-hmm. their Ooh, academics yeah. on hold. Yep. And yep. it's going to come back and bite you. And it's time to actually, you know, you run out of that eligibility. Yep. And what do you have to, to say for yourself? You have nothing to show. <laughs> You graduated with a 1.9. You got to go somewhere. Gotta, Where are we so going? Yeah. Coach isn't going to come and hold your hand once you walk past that stage. It's <laughs> there's <over>. only, there's <laughs> only
1: one graduate assistant job. <laughs> right. And Sorry. Totally
2: coach, so... That that's always kind of been. Even some of the girls I'm thinking of now, like, mm-hmm. what are they going to do in three years when it's yeah. their time to graduate?
1: When you can't Oof. just bank on being on the softball team, yes, yeah, for, for the next five years of your life. And I
0: feel like a lot of people, the reason they fit so well into this collectivistic cult-like kind of <laughs> that's, like. my, that's my new favorite analogy. Collectivistic <laughs> cult-like. <laughs> I think part of the reason is that they aren't strong enough to stand up for themselves and they Mm -hmm. don't have a good enough sense of self-worth and it's Mm -hmm. super hard to find when you're in that system but once you once it kind of clicks once you realize this isn't right i shouldn't be having to have free practices a day and also attend class and keep my gpa up and do all these things and not have a support system once that kind of clicks it's like okay what am i doing here i'm so much better than this
1: and it's like you know, if if it's a Division One school, I guess I, I kind of get that. Right. You know, you're getting a, maybe even a full ride. Yeah. Baby, I am not doing that for twelve fifty a semester. Right. <laughs> when
2: our college costs literally thirty times that. Yeah. That yeah. About, like, <laughs> exactly. Our sticker
0: insane. price went up. It's forty three thousand dollars a year.
2: Woo! Well, good thing I'm. We're, we're gone.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: We're Honors we're at, program. Yay. Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm sick. You're <laughs> um, <laughs> your last time babe yes
0: <laughs> so yeah i just it's yeah like finding that self-worth and just knowing like imagine being in a relationship and they're like okay mm. you have to check in with me three times a day for an hour and we have to talk and like you know you have to be present in there but then also you have to text me throughout the day like that's foul
2: then we
1: then you gotta cook me dinner You gotta stay the night You gotta stay right. the night And then you gotta make the bed in the morning Before, <laughs> before you leave right. Before
2: you leave Your spring break Gone Cause you're in Alabama Some
1: me <laughs> <laughs> Tornadoes um, Cold front Ice storm Liv almost got hate crimed In the hometown oh, of the KKK no I sure did way. I sure did listen
0: I haven't to- heard this story so much of a story of It suspense. was just a general, like,
2: I mean, we're, we're the hometown of the KKK. It was, was mean, a feeling of vibe. It was sundown town. We we all noted that maybe Liv needed some extra security <laughs> 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 outside of her room. They're <laughs> riding <laughs> through town, and I'm like, Bro, there's no black people out here. What's going on? And, yeah, so Lizzie... Sun downtown. Yeah, um, matter of fact, there, there, there was a were, single uh, black person in the other team that we were playing
1: either. They the white the white folks saw live at the oh gas station. God. They started barking at her. like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> get out of here! You don't belong here. Okay, you're right. I don't. I take not Say which to yeah. go. <laughs> my soggy bread, looking clean. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you should have put under a point was. <laughs> the peanut what? butter and jelly sandwich. Th- I think that needs to be
1: discussed <laughs> Yeah it does Okay A on the topic
0: Who wants okay. to tell the story I wasn't on So we all were on the same team for Like I was only on there for like a semester And a 3rd
2: mm. so so we You're still a key part of the billing. podcast Like how long we were all on the team Okay yeah. give it like okay. So
0: a semester and a third And then
2: I <clears throat> Retired I was on it for my four years I could have came back a fifth year And I decided to not Yeah um, I was on it for two years, but I only
1: played technically for one because I was out for half a semester with mono. Um, so sad. I started. I transferred here after my first semester freshman year, and um, I did not retire. I quit my okay. So we'll fall just, semester. We'll just
0: of, say, yeah, we quit. Of my senior year. Yeah. So I wasn't on there for nearly as long as everybody else, but uh, enough bad experiences to last a lifetime, I think. <laughs>
1: And that I'm thinking of that the meeting was probably it. Wow, for, yeah. That would probably make me want to commit. Yeah, that
2: would set me. For sure. You'll yeah. never be good enough.
0: Nope, never, <laughs> never ever, never. never. I Meanwhile, can't believe I didn't quit right then and there. I was So we all had fall meetings, and uh, I got called into my meeting, and the coach was pretty much like, to be honest, I don't think you'll ever be good enough to play for this uh, school. And I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, uh, let's. Meanwhile, I had gotten a concussion. So I was out for like the first two weeks, now, anyways. You had gotten
1: a concussion because you were voluntarily helping. Yep. At, doing field, field work. Hurt. Cutting down
0: trees.
2: Yeah. Right, right. Imagine a D1 program telling their athletes. Cut, Go, down some trees. cut down some trees. Are you kidding? Trees. Kids got and stung by bees
0: that were allergic. Went, Went yeah. to the hospital. Yeah. The yeah, ER. And coach was like, "So are are gonna come back tomorrow because this is, is a this is a three day volunteer. So this isn't done, Stanford. and you have to come back. Tomorrow. Right. And I was there every day because I was a freshman. I was like, I gotta put a good foot forward. Literally yeah. the first day, I was like, uh oh, mm-hmm. like.
1: <laughs> Which is another thing that I don't even know if we have time to to unpack. <laughs> but the freshman culture, oh, having to be a freshman on a college team, is just
0: so. It's essentially
1: abhorrent. hazy. It it's
0: essentially all hazing it's just and it sucked okay wait that's a whole other thing anyways back to <laughs> back to the meeting they were like i don't think you're ever going to be good enough to play for this school i know you were good in high school but i don't think you have the ability it takes i was like mm, all right and then she doubled down I Was like i really don't know why we took you in the first place because you're just not what i expected and i was like hmm hurt i'll just work harder because that was the sport culture. So a few problems with this. <laughs> a lot of problems with this. this. Tell a
1: psychologist, um, Kate. So let's start by saying, when when referring to this
0: school, um,
1: this team has not won more than 20 games, even yep. close to 20 games yep. in the time I've been here. And we're at
0: NAIA. Um,
1: yeah, it's... I like mean it's not that let's serious. Let's be real. We're It's not a... Yeah. he's acting like this is... A premier program, and that's not the case. Um, second of all, God, where was I even going with that? What else was the problem? There's lots of problems. Lots of problems. That's just
2: odd. Like, it's think about like telling, right. talking to someone, and telling them like you're not saying. Good enough. I got it back. I got it back. Oh, okay.
1: So, second of all, for a person with that a big is, a big of an ego has, you're essentially saying
0: you didn't recruit good accepting <laughs> what you're saying. I don't know what you want from me. No. You brought me <laughs> no, here. No, like... I don't think
1: that's the case. No, I'm. I'm just saying. I think that that's that speaks to how little right. watches and how yeah and how poorly yeah I was expecting hardly even saw either of us. Yes, I was expecting when I, I transferred to the school. When I was expecting, uh maybe I'll try out like sometime during the spring and join the team like during the fall of next year. Yeah. Texts me over winter break and is like, "What's your driver's license number? I need it for your plane ticket for the spring break trip." Oh, and I was like, uh, uh, "I'm going on a spring uh, break you, trip. You haven't seen me play or do anything. Even throw. You don't know if I can throw,
0: right? Like, I remember what? there were some voluntary workouts and." Mm. Before the season started, oh, not the open field. Oh my god! And I remember going, and there were girls who were like fielding balls behind their le- like they would go to field and their hand would be all the way back between mm-hmm. their legs, and I'd be like,
1: "Didn't bring cleats." I know. Yeah,
0: yeah. No. Yeah, okay, I think. Yeah,
1: yeah. I know. You're I, I don't think I was too. Sweet girl though. Yeah, super nice. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> we we would we didn't go. No, we uh, I never. I was we would just, never grace an. They were acting their
0: yeah.
1: yeah Literally. No, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so are we going to go through the peanut butter jelly instead? Oh, oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we want to? Please. All right. So,
1: mind you, the spring break trip had been hellacious. So we end it. We cap it off with... So just name some things that made it so bad. Um, tornado. Sure. Only ended up playing one game the whole four or five days we no were there. Because, because they, they said, the said they didn't, yeah, they didn't tarp the field. They I didn't, no, they didn't believe in tarps. In tarping the yeah. field, oh? yeah. They didn't believe in tarps. <laughs> One game we did play, we lost to a, a really bad team. Like, we're, yes. we're talking, girls don't bring cleats. Girls, you right. can't <laughs> So then, So then, the next day, we were forced to practice, which was basically just a conditioning. Yeah, uh, we sure. were all literally sleeping in because we were just so exhausted from all of the mess. Because you
0: traveled yes. super far.
1: Yes. Yeah. It was like, all right, everybody, like, we're going to get out, get your shoes on, get, get on some shorts and stuff, we're going outside. Yeah. And we had to run around the perimeter... Of the hotel until stop basically. Uh, meanwhile, he's chasing us. <laughs> <laughs> chasing I like he was like, "Come on, Kate!" And I was just back here like huffing and puffing, hopping and puffing, just oh, gotten off purpose. of mono. Like, baby girl, woke up fifteen minutes ago. Literally, That's I still
2: awful. technically have mono. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, my yes. lungs are dying. <laughs> it was run, do like twenty jump squats. Yeah, run around the hotel again, do twenty push-ups. <laughs> it was ins- and like we had just woken up, and like yes. some girls like. Like, I don't even think that Somebody they were going to show up. up. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. And we were told, I think we were told that,
1: like, um, there was a metaphor used that we were, like, on a sinking ship of some yes. sort. It was, it was a life raft. And now, mind you, during the tornado, back to the aforementioned torna- tornado, right? Um, our coaches didn't bother to, like, come down make
2: sure everybody got no to a safe way. place they were just not really worried about it um, some girls didn't leave their rooms when like we needed to evacuate like it was right. that
1: it bad. was that it was like really they really thought it was gonna hit us. Like, th- that was an actual concern. I know oh, you'd say that. terrifying. And they were yeah. like, you guys need to get into, like, either, like, a bathroom or get into the staircase. Like, yeah. either one. So, like, me, me and my girlfriend, we were, she was, like, having a panic attack because, like, she doesn't like storms. Like, she was just, like, trying to, like, calm down. And, like, everybody else was confused. We had some people still sleeping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, there was nobody even, like, There's there was no, no sense no. of, no. No. like, you would think that'd be the first thing you do. Like, everybody, like... Everyone a text, like find let's, buddy meet, system. let's meet. Let's meet right. everybody. Like stay with who you're in the hotel room with, right? And all like go to this near staircase. Stay in the bathroom, like something like that. But absolutely no, no order. Instead of that,
0: um, I saw videos on Snapchat stories of like kids sleeping in hallways. Yes.
1: Oh, that was that's a whole separate issue. Okay, we okay, will we'll right. get there. Okay, <laughs> promise. That's a whole nother. All right. shit show. Um. So instead of you know doing a head count. Mm-hmm. No. Our assistant coach is thinking of metaphors because that's so deeply important at this moment. Of course. Looking outside at the raging storm, at the pool, waving up and down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and um, he comes up with this metaphor for the next day. Okay. Um. That we're all holding on to a life raft, okay? Mm-hmm. And you're only supposed to hang on with one hand, right? But some people are being selfish and grabbing on with two hands, whatever that means. I didn't know you could only hang on with one. Um, I don't well, know. I you think the whole point
0: is to day. hang on for dear yeah. life. That's, <laughs> That's what I, I want a
1: life raft. But apparently, that was causing everybody to sink. And um, yeah, I'll be honest. Um, that was probably at me because I did cram the dugout the night before. Um, so that's that was probably at me a little bit. Um, I felt like fair everybody
2: enough. was crying in the dugout that game. That was no valid. because that everybody was, that had was a
1: bad bottom. Game. I mean, that yeah. was just that was just awful. I oh, mean, yeah. I don't even think they had enough. They didn't have really anything to say after that game. No, no.
0: I'm so glad. I almost was like oh, I should quit after for spring break. And then, Whew, oh, girl.
1: babe, that was the worst part of the whole my whole career. I think that was terrible. Yes. Spring break was bad. Which nope, we're I about mean, to get to it. That okay. is, I mean that is unanim- unanimously agreed upon. I think by Nobody even the seniors. It was even terrible. the seniors were like, out of all four years, this was the worst thing that has happened. This is probably the worst thing that's happened to me.
2: Ever. In my entire college career. I easily would have rather us not go at all than have went.
1: Correct. It was yes. that bad. And notice they're not going on a spring break trip this year. You notice year. that? Apparently they are next year. Oh, well. They're yeah. taking a so little cool is, off period. Um, so we go down to the sundown town to play a conference series. <laughs> and we, I think we split the first day mm-hmm. or maybe even lost both. I don't know. Either way.
2: Um, it wasn't course. good enough
1: was not good enough. In fact, during the game, we're all in the huddle, and this head pops over my shoulder. <laughs> Do you guys enjoy misery?
2: Oh, you <laughs> <making> me...
1: <laughs> beep it. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> miserable. <laughs> so, um... There was that. And then, so after the game, and instead I, of... <laughs> I remember making fun of it. And the team captain, a.k.a. Hey, hey, my girlfriend, yelled at me for she making fun mad, of that. But we mm. thought it was so funny. So funny. funny. It was, was
0: hysterical. Who, who said, said it?
1: So coach said, it the he, said. The head coach. Yeah. Coach nice. said. You know, we drive, we're driving around the sundown town, naturally. Because sure. apparently, um, you know, it's this important to find not food. Not real food. Not a real meal. We all thought that they were looking for maybe a Subway, maybe like a pizza place. Thought they were going to pick up some napkins and some soda. No. We go to CVS. Oh, and by the way, on the bus, we're not allowed to talk or be on our phones. That was communicated to us through text message. (laughs) Right. Isn't that ironic? Through our grad assistant. Not... Not through the coaches. Not through the coaches. Yes. Um, So, we go to a CVS, a Walgreens, and finally a Walmart. And it turns out we were looking for bread and peanut butter, and um, so instead of and getting fruit. a real meal and fruit, oh, and yes. fruit, we did get fruit. I think no, either like a banana or or a cutie, or a, or or a cutie. cutie. yeah, no Great. jelly, maybe jelly. I don't know. I don't think jelly. No, actually, you're right. Peanut butter and bread. Yeah, that's it. Um, and then we, yeah. of course, um, we at the time we had someone who was who had celiac disease. <laughs> And someone who was um, allergic to peanut butter on the team. And a diabetic. And a diabetic.
0: <laughs> Whoa. Um, so
1: the diabetic, of course, still ate the peanut butter. Yeah, I know. That's But S- Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, the, the, the other two were allowed to eat the um, lunch meat that had been soaking in the cooler all day. They were gray. Yeah. The lunch meat was great. Yeah. So um, that's what they were allowed to eat. So, yeah. It goes and, without saying that not a lot of people ate that night. No, and we had let's mention that maybe it wouldn't have been as big of a deal had we had a real meal the rest of the day. But instead of stopping at subway, which we passed on the way to the, the complex, we got there like two hours early, and sat and ate like chips, again, sandwiches, and that's kind of it. And then we played two games and got peanut butter and a piece of fruit. So because and it was let's be real, because we lost. Yes, had yes. we won? that would not have happened. Subway would have been right there. Pizza and Hut was in viewing distance from my hotel. Room. Here's yes. the thing. They also all sat down mm-hmm. in the lobby of the hotel to make sure to make sure that nobody would door dash, go out to get food or anything. They wanted everyone to either eat peanut butter and jelly. Or eat nothing. Or eat or starve, basically. Yeah. Which breaks I mean, I'm not really into that these theology classes. That we take here, (laughs) but that kind of breaks every single rule of human dignity.
2: Yes,
1: (laughs) that's all I'm gonna say. We shouldn't have to be playing every time we go. I mean, I feel like we're yeah, we're playing for wins. You know, wins. You know, I feel like the stakes should be kept in the game. Yeah, not 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 outside. Not my mental and physical. Physical
2: being. Not food. I think think that's bare minimum. The fact that we're all, like, six hours away from our parents, like, if your parents don't go Mm -hmm. on the spring break. And, like, so, like, they're solely in charge of us. Yes. Like, my parents would never starve me because... I had a bad game, and the no. Family, we always ate. Right.
1: We always gonna eat. Yeah, <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. We were gonna get yelled at, but we were gonna get yelled at at a steakhouse. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and No, like, who coach who is basically acting as your guardian said, right. "Uh huh." I mean, like the, the your parents entrusted you to her for yes. this yes. extended period yes. of time, and yep.
1: we're not, of course, like we're we're adults, right? But at that point, you're taking our right away to do anything that we want to do. You're taking our right away to right get any sort of food. Even if it's paying on our dime, we're not allowed to get it. Right. Oh, yeah. No, you're right about that. How long did they sit in the lobby for? I don't
2: even know. Hours that
1: Hours. I think that it was hours, and then they made the grad assistant go around to every single hotel room and make sure that everybody was in their hotel room just sitting. our
2: room to make sure that there was no outside food.
1: No way. Meanwhile, okay, I'm going to out myself. Now, I'm not on the team. Where are the stakes? So, and at this point, I didn't realize that my roommates would not be getting food. So I don't know if I would have, I would have felt much worse about it or brought them back some food had I known that they weren't going to be able to get food because they did order DoorDash, and they had to cancel it when they realized that the coaches were down there. But um, our parents were there, and they ended up bringing Pizza Hut, going to get a pizza. So we had to sneak up to their room to eat the pizza and then sneak back. And when I was coming back... The grad assistant was literally at my door and I
2: was like I had to like be like I uh, That's so weird. I was out of my room. That we <laughs> like had to basically like, say like we can't go see our parents <clears throat> who traveled <throat> six hours to be with us. I mean, that's and, and true that's and we thing. weren't supposed to be out of our room. We couldn't
1: even go to yeah. each other's room to no. like talk about it.
2: Which is mm. weird.
1: Weird. Weird. It's like, no, you're not gonna tell me that I can't see my mom and dad who traveled all the way to watch me sit the bench, right. and you <laughs> yell at my sister. I mean, are right. you kidding me? That's crazy. So that's, that's yeah. foul. And, that's then, that's the and then, side note, we did get stuck in a snowstorm on the way back. Yeah, and all the people <laughs> and all the people that rode the bus home, which I decided to ride the bus home because I was smitten. Um, <laughs> Kate went with our parents. Oh yeah, you did. That was really stupid. Because uh, I got Starbucks the next morning. Actually,
0: also, it's so messed up because everybody knows, especially in women's sports, that eating disorders are mm. so prevalent. Mm-hmm. It's like some crazy statistic. I'm not going to even try and guess it, but it's like so many female athletes have eating disorders and to take away food because we, you didn't play well. I mean, like mm. that could be someone's 13th reason. That could be a trigger. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Absolutely. Horrible. So, like, did, did you guys pick up on any of, like, this, and, like, did it have long-term effects? Like, are you—do you still have habits that you picked up as a player that aren't healthy? Mm,
1: kind of. I mean, I think just, like, sitting here talking about, like, that situation, like, it's kind of like, oh, my God. Like, we—if our parents weren't there, we would have, like, gone hungry that night. Yeah. And mm-hmm. a lot of people did. <clears throat> my, like, yeah, my roommates did. Yeah, a lot of people did. But, I mean, outside of that, I think that it's still hard to recover from, like, the idea that, like, I'm not worth anything outside of softball. Yeah. Or I'm not worth anything outside of my perform- my performances. So, like, if I get a bad grade or a bad grade, I mean, it's everything is right. relative. relative. But if I get a relatively bad grade, to me, that's not so bad to somebody else. Like, I'm going to beat myself up over it and be yeah. so upset when in reality, am I going to remember this grade a week from now?
2: Mm-mm.
1: A year from now? I'm not, but the things that you're taught outside of like some of the good things. I mean, you've got you know the life lessons, the perseverance, the hard work, whatever. I mean, (laughs) all all the corny stuff, all the corny stuff. (laughs) Corny. (laughs) You take bull, (laughs) 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 yeah, right? But you take with you the the bad stuff, And, and that's the stuff that you're gonna take with the most. Is the stuff that's like ingrained into your head that you're not good enough.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I was gonna. I had a story, and I lost it. There's one.
2: I, oh, one thing is like I. I know that you guys might not relate to this, but like I almost am at the point where like I don't want to hear about like a softball season approaching. Like I don't want to watch one <laughs> softball on TV. Yeah. Like I kind of want to separate myself from the sport. You're wearing your yep. softball shirt. I See? know, but it's because the, the the team apparel is so nice. That's I hard. like oh. Dryfit. Hey, Stop guess who did it. that? I like dry fit. Guess who
1: did that? Our fearless leader. Taylor Peterson. Did she? This isn't she the one
2: that. No, that's not. Yeah, I don't with her. Um, <laughs> this isn't her.
1: You may have to cut that one out. Yeah, I don't do know have if I don't that. know if she's
0: gonna watch that, but.
2: No, she's not smart. Enough
0: I don't know the wait. listeners in Belgium are gonna eat it up though.
1: What?
2: Oh yeah,
0: no, we don't.
1: As have you know. not heard about this? No, I, I, I haven't definitely. either. Okay, this no. is this is off the mic talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: okay. We'll have to debrief, unpack that. I'm excited. But... Um, <laughs> Essentially, that's how I feel like I feel like I've completely separated myself from the sport because yeah. I don't really want to think about it.
0: Because so much of your life is intertwined with the people and the experience and the culture exactly. and then when you remove all of it, it's like you're, it's almost like you're a shell of yourself and you kind of have to go about figuring out what to fill that shell with.
1: Yep, which has been
0: so lovely because I
1: filled it with things that are so much better. Yes, much yeah. more meaningful in <laughs> yeah. a, a game. See, <clears throat> I'm kind of the opposite of you there. Um, in fact, I'm more excited for the softball season than anyone that I have ever played. Is it just because you don't have to deal with it? I don't have to deal with it. One... I get to see how it all
0: plays out. Yeah, I, I think totally. that'll be it's hilarious. like it's like watching. Yes. It's like when you're driving and there's a car accident and you're
2: like, turn your head, yes, and rubberneck, yeah. And it's
0: like,
2: oh, it's like just watching it. I relate yeah. to you on that one because we already said we will be having some margaritas, <laughs> watching the game. On margaritas. Game Pass. I, We're gonna Uber driver to.
1: The field. Oh, I promise you, I'm and more excited for their season than they are. We're gonna just sit and sit. Without a doubt. But
2: like, I guess, like, I just mean, like, on TV, like, I don't actively seek out, like, oh, let me watch this Alabama UK game. Like, no, I get that. I of, never have. No. Okay. I
1: have a look at <laughs> <to laughs> but, but okay, that goes back to the recruiting aspect of it, where it's like they recruit numbers. Mm-hmm. All the people they not they might not be that much better than you skill wise. But they're six foot. Yep. 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 But they're 250. <laughs> yep. But they can hit home runs. Yep. That's all that matters, and I don't want to see that. I yep. really don't nope. want to
0: watch it. It's foul. Nope.
1: I, it, that, it gave me so much anxiety to watch it because I was like I mean I do this all the time I don't want to watch that that's exactly right. I, I am so in this all the time that's the last thing I want to watch right now mm-hmm. and 100%. coaches are always like you need to be a student of the game watch games go yeah. watch
2: college so, so okay. watched that game so, last night right? and it's I'm not like that no much I just got no. home from mm-hmm. practice I'm not going to go so, right from practice to watch I've played for 18 years I've been a student I'm a
0: teacher now I'm a teacher now I'm a teacher being a student of the game it's something I'm guilty of telling my players, but I I mean it in the fact that like go look up on YouTube and like watch a thirty second video on how to grip a change up. Mm-hmm. Don't sit in front of the T V for hours and watch Oklahoma play because that's for entertainment, it's not for learning. If
1: that's what you want to do, that's great. Right. Do that. It can't hurt, but yeah. you don't like there
0: might be a forty five <laughs> second game. breakdown of Jocelyn Arlo's swing. Great. You'll learn something from that, but you don't have to sift through three hours of footage for that. And no. you don't go have look to. it up.
1: Like our father does. You don't have to buy a book called the, um, like, Statistical Analyses of Hitting no or something. No way. No, oh, yeah, no way. It's some sort of, like, um, it's literally, like, I've, I've looked at it. It's literally, like, mathematical and, like, physical models. Like, it's got physics terms in it mm. about how, like, physics and hitting and statistic all works together for hitting. And that's not something you need to do.
0: No. This is a game. I hit home runs perfectly fine without that. Like, there's no need.
1: You don't need to what? talk to me about torque. You don't need to talk to me about <laughs> velocity. I don't care. I get enough of that in Physics 3. Little, right. little fun yeah. fact. When we were younger, um, we were, our, our father made it, he had us read um, The Mental ABCs of Hitting. And then there was one for Pitching, too, by H.A. Dorfman. Um, <laughs> and we had to t- take t- notes. <gasps>
2: We also, had to take notes. Notes.
1: we also had to take notes over the art of war. Yes, um, that was interesting. In the context of softball, so we had to apply it to softball. I swear to God. The uh, art and of I war. I will say, I, I didn't hate it. Um, I hated it back then, but I did take a few things from it. Not much, because I was 10. But Literally. You were 10 and we had you
0: taking notes on
1: the the art of war by Sun, Sun Tzu. Something like that. And then the mental ABCs of hitting, which when when we didn't even understand what what mentality was. We were hitting off of a coach. Right. Man tossing it into me like a meatball and me just going, ooh. (laughs) And
2: then you have to remember, like, I'm not... Built like a D one player, like yeah. I'm, I'm built not like i like an yeah. AI
1: D three yes. player. I'm five one. I'm a little squatty, a little
2: you know. Squatty. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got, really. I, my arms aren't, you know, they're four not feet long, uh, and I'm not buff, and that's fine. But I don't want to go and watch these girls who, let's be honest, like they were like natural, like and that's and fine. Ford and yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <court Yeah>. fed, <laughs> I wasn't. I was, no. you know. I'm grass fed I don't yeah. know <laughs> yeah parents give <laughs> you the grass clippings and that was yeah. good enough Yeah. but
0: yeah so um unfortunately that is gonna have to be it for this episode me and my guest had such a fun time talking about our experiences with sports culture that we decided to make a part two to this episode make sure you tune back in next week to hear us talk a little bit more about toxic sports culture and as always I'm your host Bella thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week